What's up, you lovely lurkers? I'm Scott. He's Willie. Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about, you want size with that? Etiquette rules, much like the times, are a-changing. The not-so-lovely land of Oz, and don't make me angry. You wouldn't like it when I'm angry. If you like our voices, you can find our faces on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Or, if this post gets two likes, we'll post it again twice with more rice. Let's lurk! You know, Willie, we are men of integrity. We are... Are we? <laughs> yes. Yes. Have you not listened to yes, the past... Yes, I mean, yes. Uh, 200 and uh, some odd shows that we've done here. 300. I remember some of those old ones. Yeah. I've done some things. Some of them don't exist anymore. But we are each other's accountability buddies. So I have to ask yes. you, last week we ended our show with a little pop quiz, pun intended. Ooh. And so I want to know, did you have a chance to have a starry, like we said we were going to do for our listeners? Did you? No, but I definitely remembered that we talked about it before the show today. (laughs) Okay, it's true. So It's true. I went out. No, I haven't. No, I have not. Okay, well, neither have I, but I went out and I bought some. This is- It's a tiny can. A little mini can here. And I figured, why don't we try some on the show, live? I, but I don't, I don't have one. Can I have? Can I oh, have that one? Shoot, I forgot to, I forgot to text you. Sorry. Uh, here, yeah. Why don't I give you this one? Okay. Oh. And tell me what you think. Do you want me to give you this one back? Or you have another you have another one? No, I, I I've got plenty where that came from. I bought a whole pack. Okay. I don't remember what Sierra Mist tasted like. Uh dollar store sprite, apparently, according to all the people who was polled. What this Is it good? B- Bandit likes it. Okay. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> but honestly, like zero. Uh, it's to drinkable. 10. It's it's uh Listen, lemon lime sodas are not the thing that I go for. Okay. I go for Coke. We talked about that. And then when that's not around, I go for water. It's really the nose thing. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I would rate it a 7 out of 10. 7. As far as You don't want to give it any points on the scale? Little bar stool rules? What what does that mean? Uh, You know that uh, guy who walks around eating the pizza? He'll he'll do like, this is a 7.2. Oh, you want me to give points? Uh, God, yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. Hold on. I'm gonna go seven six. Wow, that's a good it's soda. Pretty, it's for for a lemon lime soda. It's good. Like if, if that's what you're looking for, I think it's good. All right, seven up. On the other hand, right? That that's or is Sprite Heads is up. the Sprite's the leader. Sprite is the leader. The current champion. Unlike that comment we got on our YouTube video last week, who said that Mc- nobody cares about McDonald's versions of sodas, I was I was actually angry at that comment. I, from what you told me, and I, I believe you, not some random in- internet commenter, although 
Thank you for commenting, whoever you are. Uh, yeah, you bucket of fuck. <laughs> I encourage I was, you. I, was, I encourage you to go out and try it. Honestly, it hits so hard. It's like a non-alcoholic lean. Like it's just so strong. I don't know what they what they didn't do, but it's the reason the ice cream machines are always broken. I'm pretty sure that's how strong it is. Yes, this is good, Scott. You're gonna need to open up a story. Okay. All right. I'll open up my next can here. Unofficial sponsor of Lovely Lurkers. Yeah, they're not paying us to do this. We're just amazed that they decide to release. They could. Uh, <laughs> you definitely could. I mean, so far, uh, unless I mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> now I drank a lot of Sierra Mist back in the day. I was the 0.02%. You're welcome. <laughs> and you know what they did, Willie? You know what they did with this cute little green and yellow can, which is, you know, in my opinion, way too close to Sprite colors for uh, patent infringement. They just put a new label on it. It is Sierra Mist. <laughs> Now, hold on. I want you to do you remember did you ever have surge? Oh yeah. Surge. So just smell, just smell it. All I smell is Sierra Mist. This right. is well. 100% a rebrand of the same exact formula. Don't let them tell you anything else. I will Sierra Mist all over you. Now, I'll give it my 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 rating because of that. Okay. Because they wasted a lot of money to fool people into thinking it's a new drink. I'm going to go I'm just going to go 5.2. Oh, all right. You could you can live with it. You can live without it. But don't expect much. And with that, I've killed our brand deal. <laughs> I don't know about you, but this side of the show loves it. I'm on number two. You know, I would keep drinking it. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll keep nursing it throughout the show. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll change. Maybe I'll have a different... But let's start with another brand that happens to uh, be very popular mm-hmm. and quite the opposite position of Starry, McDonald's. Mickey D's. Over one billion burgers served, or several billion probably. Well, guess what, Willie? I don't want to besmirch the name here, but they've done something that has made me so upset that I don't think I'm ever going to eat there ever again. Is it their super salty burgers? Their bathing in salt fries, or oh, they're all around demeanor. You're, you're right. I can't eat there anyway. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty positive that you would fall over from vertigo just walking by a McDonald's. For those who think I hate McDonald's, I will just say disclaimer: there was a point in time where I ate them for a week straight because I was addicted to the fries. Every single night after work, I would just go to the drive-through. It was right across the street. It was dangerous. And and then I stopped. And I stopped because, yeah, like you said, threw up a lot. Stopped real bad. <laughs> stopped real hard. So people love McDonald's, and I can't fault you for that. And what they've done is they've gone out and said, like, what else is the most addictive thing we could add to our lineup? This is kind of like Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox getting married, in my opinion. McDonald's has decided to get in bed with Krispy Kreme. And I'm just taking a real pregnant pause because last year they decided, hey, 
why don't we talk to this devil guy over here and see, like, how can we boost sales? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, come on down to Georgia. Have I got a deal for you? They started it in, like, nine stores. And now. Oh, so this has been tested, huh? Oh, yeah. Very small pilot. They are expanding to 160 stores. Oof. Which is small, right? But it's concentrated all in the great state of Kentucky. Do you, do you have any reason to not get in a car with me at the end of March and go to Kentucky? I seriously have no good reason. I say we do it. <laughs> Listen, we might be the smartest ones in the room. Do it for the show. That's what we're going to okay. say. <laughs> <laughs> if you think a second can of Starry is as far as we'll go, you know nothing. Our hope is that it expands this way so we don't have to drive that far. It's not that it's not terrible, but still. Willie, do you like yeah. McDonald's? Do I like McDonald's? Does, does somebody wake up in the morning and have to go poo? <laughs> do you like Krispy Kreme? What do you think of this marriage made in what I would describe as uh, waistline hell? I think of McDonald's as a place for savory treats. I, I don't think of McDonald's as a place where you're going to, like, who buys their cookies? Maybe in the summer you're going to get a Frosty. What about the apple pie? I have to have a f one too many drinks and then the apple pies. It slaps, Which, in my opinion. McDonald's, though, is a savory place because, the, as we all know, the ice cream machine is always broken, so you can't get anything mm -hmm. sweet there besides the pie. And the thing about it is Krispy Kreme, while it's hard to find them, and I don't know why, though. Because one opened in the Mall of America when we were younger. It was like you a cornerstone. This? Yeah. And you could watch as they made the donut in front of you. I would just go to the Krispy Kreme window and like lick it from the outside. <laughs> one of uh, one of the first like core memories for Scott and I as like we were just like early friendship dating was we would go actual, to a local just donut shop <laughs> uh, in Minneapolis called Glam Doll. Amazing. And we would we would eat donuts at like one in the morning. Yeah, it, yeah. whenever. Like, sometimes we'd wake up early, go to the gym, and reward ourselves by going to Glamdoll. <laughs> it was always just a text. Donuts? Mm -hmm. Yes. The answer was yes. Never know. Uh, but if I can go through a drive-thru and say, hi, hello, uh, it's nice to see you again. I know it's Tuesday. Uh, can I have four donuts? I'm pumped. They're going to be served in either a single, and you're going to get, be able to get a regular glazed, a chocolate with sprinkles, or I'm sorry, a chocolate ch chocolate frosted with sprinkles, or a raspberry cream filling. They will serve in singles or packs of six. You missed chocolate cream filled. They also have that? I thought it was only three. It's It's original, chocolate ice sprinkles, and chocolate cream filled. Oh, I thought it was the raspberry cream filled. Um my bad. <laughs> the uh, the thing that I really am interested in, though, is think about the secret menu that is about to open up. A portal oh. to hell, of course. But you're going to be asking for that, uh, that Big Mac glazed or uh, a... It's got to be for breakfast. What What is it? What do we call this thing? Oh, breakfast. Breakfast at McDonald's? 
a Mc- Bre- breakfast at McDonald's is hands down the best cream. thing that you can get. Yeah, you can get like a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle. So this has you got to replace the the, Mc- the cream? pancake toppers. A McCrispy. I want a McCream. Yeah, you can get the McCrispy, which is uh, uh, the chicken sandwich in between the glazed yes. donut buns. <laughs> Ooh, I want a crispy McCream. <laughs> And then afterwards, let's go to McDonald's. <laughs> Scott, you might say that things like going to McDonald's are a faux pas or or things that we just shouldn't do. It would break etiquette rules. And I think you're an idiot. Not not you, but the royal I you. I am. Oh, okay. Thank you for recognizing me. You're welcome. This week, I was scrolling TikTok, and I came across a video by Jenna Moorman, the link will be in the show notes, where she goes on to describe that The Cut, I don't know, magazine, New York Mag, publication, uh, posted a list of new etiquette rules, things for all of us to follow in 2023. Oh, is there a big list, small list? Well, her list is is kind of refined. She goes through maybe four, five, six. Okay. Uh, but the list is, uh, let me just go quick, just scroll for, it's 140. Wow. That's, uh, uh, okay. Um, I consider and, myself pretty refined, like pretty cultured. You're telling me I need to learn 140 new things? Yeah, you probably do most of these things now. Let's start with friends and lovers. Yes, please. Things people put in the same sentence as Scott and Willie. <laughs> That's what we were originally going to call this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if someone starts telling you a story that you've heard before, oh, <laughs> you have two seconds to tell them. I have a tradition with my good friend, Nate. We knew each other since like middle school. If we're telling each other a story that we've heard before, we immediately throw up the peace sign. But it's not because between us, we know that, oh, this is the second time you've said this. (laughs) (laughs) But the funny part is, is Scott did that with me Mm -hmm. and I never knew what he was doing. (laughs) And he's like, I've heard this, you fucking idiot. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I notice patterns. It's just a thing. Like if people have said something or... I don't know. Maybe it was from listening to music over and over and over and over and over again when I was younger. I just somehow buried deep in my brain. If something's repeating, I'm like, oh, I've heard this before. I already know this. I There's mm-hmm. no room in my brain. Get up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> if your friend is dating someone you seriously object to, oh, you have one shot to sit your pal down and say so. Do not miss your chance to blow. That's interesting because I've either never had somebody who's dated somebody that it was so like egregiously bad for them. Right. That I had to step in or I guess I've never had that strong of friends where I was like, this is a train wreck. I just kind (laughs) of want to see how this goes. Uh, this one feels a little bad because of our show, but it says, don't describe TikToks. It's more boring than describing dreams. 
and I think we should amend, <laughs> I think we should amend that. Let's not talk about TikTok and then cut that up to make it a TikTok video. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get a quick scroll. I hate this one and the people who do it you should feel bad about yourself. Don't feel bad about standing up in the aisle immediately upon the plane landing. Don't feel bad about it? Yeah. It says, don't feel bad about standing up in the aisle. Okay. Uh, I mean, the mock and ridicule that you will receive from other people, I guess it doesn't doesn't make sense. Like, you're getting off the plane first. If you got someplace to be, like, catch a connecting flight. You need to get up and get out. My thought is, why am I getting up to stand and crouch and, like, have to do that hunchback of Notre Dame thing where, yeah. like, I'm trying to fit underneath the cold air blowing on the back of my neck? You inevitably just sit on an uncomfortable armrest. I usually ask for the window seat, so I'm just kind of hanging, and I've never paid for first class or business class, so I'm usually in the back or middle, just like you. Like, yeah, like, there's no room to stand. I'm going to hang out until my row gets called. Yeah, I, I feel like the people who stand up and get into the middle are just the ones that are anxious. Like, you can immediately tell yes. the people my future who are wife. Like, I hate this. <laughs> I don't like being around. <laughs> Got it. Mine, too. <laughs> she she stood up, and I was like, sit down, sit down. She's like, but we're going to get out of the plane. I'm like, no, we're not. We are in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott. The cut is calling you out here. It says, don't foist your allergies onto a dinner party. Ooh, I feel seen. Okay, that's fine. If they want to be responsible for murder, that's uh, that's on them. <laughs> <laughs> what What's now, the reasoning behind this? Is, is there a description? There's no reasoning. Oh, it's okay. It's just a number. It's a numbering system. We have to infer. What we do, if you, if you and your partner come over, mm-hmm. is... We make a conscious effort to know what those are and provide. Yeah. Don't make You've your allergies. You've never asked. We just try. Don't make your allergies known to dinner parties. Do you just want people to not have dinner parties anymore? It just says don't foist, the, foist your allergies onto a dinner party. I think it's saying don't require it. Like if you're gluten intolerant and you're going to a party and there's a lot of people, you don't have to be the one to be like, you, you got to make sure there's gluten free options it's kind of like you show up and you you either eat or you don't interesting i guess i don't go to enough dinner parties to care but okay all right we'll see how that goes maybe that'll change for next year this one is is going to be a challenge for you and i don't browbeat anyone into joining a game at a party Mm. why are you even at the party if you didn't come to play games my thoughts, ex- well, maybe okay, it's for on. the delicious starry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if we can't tell people at dinner parties that we have allergies and we can't be asked to play games at parties, something tells me that there's, there's a culture out there that invites a bunch of strangers to parties to get to know them, but kind of like, this, it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. I just feel like this is a party czar who's trying to <laughs> this this shouldn't be like an etiquette thing like where's the inclusivity I I hold on there's one later that that is going to be also uninclusive <laughs> but but I just think that these New Yorkers are assholes because this next one Scott says when planning a hangout it's absolutely fine to say 
No partners. Wow. Who are these people? Assholes. Seriously. They... Are these coastal elites? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I just want to hang with my... Dude, my mind is blown right now. Willie, have you ever invited me over, or vice versa, and assumed that we were going to bring somebody else, including our significant others? No. No! So, if there's going to be a hang, there's, like, rules to the hang. Guys yes. only. Guys and gals, you know, your partners, that's fine. Like, it's... I shouldn't have to say that, though. It should be I like, know. hey, let's us dudes go out. I said it. I didn't have to say, also, don't bring your partner, you fucking a-holes. I hate them. If a partner... If you... Like, if I invited you to come over and play video games, or you to come over and record the podcast or something, or have a business meeting, and you brought Bree with you, I would be like, you what now? <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like oh i just assumed she could hang out with molly i'd be like molly's not here like what what's going on i would be uh shocked so somebody out there is messing up and somebody has this codependence thing that you should get looked at let's talk about the bill clinton if there is a group if there is a group everyone splits the bill evenly that is the that's the etiquette rule that's the etiquette. You fucking suck. <laughs> you guys all suck dick. Hell no. Uh-uh. Hell if no. If that's the case, if that's no. the case. Uh-uh. I'm buying top shelf everything if somebody is always communistically forcing other people to pay for it. <laughs> Who? I sit down at a rules? restaurant. Scroll up to the writer. Scroll up to this writer. We are putting them on blast on every social. Listen, Scott, this is the problem. We want it to be one person, but it's not. It is the collective we of New York Meg. I'm looking at additional contributions here, and I'm seeing a list that goes on for days. You guys suck. You guys are just not fun. There's nothing that you've put in here where I've been like, yeah, you seem like a nice person. <laughs> you feel like you feel like the theater kid who looks down on somebody because they just wanted to have fun and play Catan at a party. I know one subscription I'm not buying you for Christmas. But you can get me that subscription to Starry. <laughs> Goes down smooth even on the third. Oh, God. All right, I have to take back everything bad I just said about New York Mag or New Yorker. Uh, that was fast. That was a fast turnaround. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> because uh, our I know why. the next article is from there. <laughs> <laughs> this Complete episode brought to you by <laughs> The Cut. <laughs> uh, completely different topic, though, but kind of plays into the first story. Did you know that... There are people out there who want to be thin. Yes. <laughs> and they will do just about anything to make sure they get their way. I've tried. I've well, tried. I know you haven't tried everything because there is this new-ish drug that is going around the world, Hollywood, your uh, your local these elitist parties, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Which rule is that where you have to take Ozempic <laughs> to just get into the party? Because that's what we're going to talk uh. about. 
the article is called bags. Life After Food, and it is a diabetes drug that has become an off-label appetite suppressant, changing the definition of being thin and what it takes to get there. Willie, mm-hmm. if I told you that all you had to do to lose the weight that you didn't want was to give yourself a prick in addition to the one you are. How dare you? <laughs> uh, give yourself a daily prick of some. How dare you? Just a little prick on the daily. And it only costs you a thousand dollars a month to achieve your weight loss goals. Would you do it? The wedding, by the way, my wedding is less than 60 days away. So just drop an additional thousand dollars. Yeah. And you'll drop a lot of pounds because this drug has been around for people with diabetes. It's called a diabetes miracle drug, which works by mimicking a naturally occurring hormone, the GLP-1 glucagon-like peptide one. It manages hunger, and it slows stomach emptying. Now, for diabetics, it lowers blood sugar levels mm-hmm. and subdues your appetite. Well, guess what? As we have uh, talked about many times on the show, Waistline is built in the kitchen, not in the gym. So, you just eat less, you're moving more, small side effects like headaches, nausea, diarrhea, constipation, but... Guess what? You are now just one miracle drug away from your goal weight. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Forget the stomach flu. We are here in 2023. And you don't even need to get a doctor necessarily to prescribe you this medicine. You don't need to have diabetes. You can go to some apothecary type place and have them just mix all of the chemicals together. And you can get a syringe Inject it yourself. Here's the thing, Scott. I know two people who take this drug because they're diabetic. Shut up. For real. I'm dead serious. So, I like, I want to just share their story. One person is an old acquaintance that I used to work with. And they posted this article today stating, this is bullshit. I could die if I don't have access to this. I just heard of this drug today for the first time. And it sounds tempting, right? sounds like oh totally because the thing is is it works with very limited side effects yeah like vomiting which would (laughs) immediately prevent me from getting this (laughs) i mean technically vomiting has helped people lose weight for hundreds of years just with other terrible side effects i have a a few thoughts that come to mind about this because another one is a, a friend one of the friends that actually went with us on the trip that we were just on he takes it as a diabetic and he wasn't hungry like the entire trip it was odd like he took his shot and was like yeah i really need a lot of food right now uh it's been described as kind of like uh artificially inducing omad one meal a day here's the deal everybody should feel comfortable in their body i think something like this is going to lead to one a resurgence of unrealistic expectations we i think like the 2020s have done one thing for sure which is body positivity you go into any target you go into any clothing store and there are models that represent a vast 
array of human body types. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing. We should feel comfortable. We should feel represented in media because in many ways, like I've worked my ass off at the gym to try and get healthy. And the thing that's challenging is the kitchen side. Right. And you still, and there's so- you still have people walking up to you and your gym buddy saying like, hey, man, you could get really ripped. Unlike Lardo fat ass over here. <laughs> That's a, that's a deep cut, Scott. I didn't think you'd bring up that trauma. <laughs> that ha- that happened to me. If you're wondering, somebody George. came up, a random, random fucking, fucking George. George. It was it. That was his name. <laughs> I know. Walks up to my gym buddy, looks at him, and goes, "Hey man, you've got that physique. You could, you could bulk up. You could thin down. You've got a lot of options here. Unlike your buddy over here." And then walked away. <laughs> I can't believe they allowed gasoline and matches inside the gym that you went to because he just lit you up right there. And then I got home and I ate a tub of I can't believe it's not butter. (laughs) It's uh, potentially like this article is kind of alluding to ruining relationships with food, like Mm -hmm. reprogramming you to think like, okay, well, I don't need to eat anymore. Which could eventually lead to to like rewiring your brain. Like you don't need to eat at all. Go into a sad, I, depressive state. Like your mental health could affect things. Yeah. Oh, get your ass into that McDonald's drive-through and get yourself a crispy <laughs> a crispy McCream. Let's call it a day. I I take it back. Every every bad thing I said about the McDonald's Krispy Kreme <laughs> merger. This right here is going to be the front line against the Ozempic fight. <laughs> <laughs> The only solution to weight loss is American fast food. Oh, God. Unless McDonald's and Krispy Kreme go into, like, the Illuminati triangle and include Ozempic with every meal. <laughs> so you could continue. It's the eye in the center. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm so sorry to end the episode on an angry note. But to bring it back to true form, I want to bring back... Sexy. (laughs) And what better way than with a can of Starry? Cool, crisp. That light in your eye, that sparkle of joy. Who needs a Zempic when you've got Starry? I want to bring back, just for today, not the whole time, a Reddit top five. Here are your top five. What makes you irrationally angry? We're not saying it. For copyright reasons, but these might grind your gears. Before I get into this list, do you have anything that makes you irrationally angry? (sighs) Oh, well, there's people who don't use their blinkers when they change lanes. Causes me to use the C word a lot. (laughs) Uh, You creams. (laughs) Let's see here. I have one. It really, really gets me. Uh, people that stand up in the aisle when the plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that you mention it, it's people that don't play games when I invite them to my dinner parties <laughs> after they've told me what allergies they have for the food I'm making that evening. <laughs> Here's your runner up. When someone I'm with is already running late, which means I will be late as well. 
And instead of speeding up their makeup and stuff, they take their extra time because we're already late. So why does it matter? Like when Willie and I start the show, one of us guaranteed is always late. (laughs) Always late. (laughs) Here's your number five. Drivers who don't turn their headlights on when it's raining. Or in general, like at night. That's just dangerous. I think just 24-7. I'm privileged enough to have daytime running lights. If I see somebody and I can, I'll do the little blink. I don't believe in the game. slow down thing. and get behind them, like on the highway, to flash if you see them? Uh, I'll, I'll double tap my brake lights a couple times, yeah. But I don't necessarily slow down if I see somebody behind me. It's hard to see, you know, in the rearview mirror, you know. Lights aren't on. I, I just do one of the pit maneuvers and just get them off the road. <laughs> I figure it's the safest for everybody. Push them off the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was one of the the real things that makes me irrationally angry. Number four is overconfident people who are clearly not very bright. I have an example. There's a whole subreddit for that. Confidently Flat incorrect. Mm-hmm. What did you say? Flat earthers. Oh, yeah. Anti-vaxxers. <laughs> the Donald. That was the first subreddit I blocked. I don't know if it was the first, but it certainly wasn't the last. When When's the last time somebody has said something to you that you just paused and you're like, what? You, I, you idiot. I subscribe to the uh, Ross from Friends method that if somebody says something so outrageous, it automatically turns into a pivot. Pivot. <laughs> <laughs> I try to say something that is rational that they can agree on, and that's kind of like my Turing test, just to make sure. Like, are you a robot? Are you alive right now? Like, uh, speaking of driving, Scott, what about when people speed up when you indicate a lane change? So you're about to merge onto the highway. You're gonna get over a lane. You put your blinker on, and that mf'er behind you speeds up to get in front. It depends on where they are. If they're like too many car lengths behind me, fine. That's something to get angry about. But if they're kind of like in the area of a pit maneuver, I turn on my blinker because I'm like, listen, buddy, you're going kind of faster than me right now, but it's going to take way too long for you to get there. So I'm going to give you the choice. You can either speed up and go by me like a race car driver that you are, or you can slow down and let me pass. I'm going to see what kind of pedestrian you are. I think the lurkers need to realize, though, that Scott is somebody who is not a very aggressive driver in general. Mm. He has very vocal opinions, but I don't think you're the one that's speeding around a bunch of people. No, I will say that I do try to drive slightly above the speed limit. I want to get where I'm going. I don't like wasting time. And driving is kind of boring, right? It's just mm-hmm. not really that enjoyable. So let's let's go. Come on. Let's let's just get there. And in the car do, is do where am I angriest? I got it. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. You got to get it out. Right. Somehow. It's the safe place to get it out there. It's... <laughs> just wash I, your hands. That's why he has hand sanitizer. Basically. Yeah. It, and, you know, like... That's really the only place where you can break the Geneva Convention and not get put into jail. <laughs> <laughs> Saying the things you say. What about this one, Scott? It says uh, YouTube or really like 
any media consumption app like a TikTok recommending videos that don't start with the first one of a series, why would you ever start with the third video? That's just a cruel algorithm. Like, that's one of those algorithms that got, you know, made fun of by the developers. And they're like, (laughs) you know what? We don't like you. Go push YouTube videos. (laughs) You're not good enough for chat. It it feels like one of those overconfident algorithms that is clearly just not very bright. Or the third one in the series is the most popular. Somehow that got the most views because people watched the first and second one. They're like, I can't wait to see the third one. And so that's the one that just got pushed to you. Let me end with the most frustrating, irrationally angry thing that we all encounter or according to Reddit. Okay. We all, everybody. When the motion sensor on a paper towel dispenser doesn't work. (laughs) I'm surprised I haven't seen more dented paper towel dispensers at the end of the day uh, because of this. But yeah, it's like, okay, do I do it this way? Do you want the back of my hand? Do you want it up, down? Is the sensor below where the towels come out? Is it the the eye in the front? Like, how do I, (laughs) where... Where am I doing it? Am I in candid camera right now? Is Scott, I had an easier time finding the G spot. (laughs) It's not what my sources say. Yeah. Why would they know? We talked about it. Just kidding. (laughs) I drew Willie a map. (laughs) It was very helpful. We practiced. (laughs) no colon cancer here (laughs) thank you so much for hanging out with us today (laughs) please if you could rate and review wherever you lurk and remember be kind to each other and we'll see you next week episode brought to you by starry (laughs) i'm gonna go pee